It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the league takes centre stage again after a week of League Cup final hangover. Rangers fans are expecting a response at home to Kilmarnock, so will Michael Beale make changes? It's a huge day at the bottom with Ross County hosting Motherwell and Dundee United Aberdeen later. That's as well as Hearts St Johnston and Livy Hibbs. And Celtic will look to either restore or improve their nine point lead when they go to St Mirren tomorrow. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me in the studio. You've got Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans. The jury's out on Michael Beale after that cup final loss to Celtic and what he's had to say since then about budget. He's back in the dock today and second top Rangers can't talk about finance when they're playing second bottom Kilmarnock who have not won an away game in the league all season long. So... No excuses for Rangers this afternoon No talk of patience being a bad word in Glasgow Rangers have won two trophies in 11 years The fans have already been patient They are now in the mood for action, not words Yep, good fixture card ahead today Something at stake everywhere Hugh's right with Rangers and Michael Beale The pressure's on Kilmarnock's away record You would think that would be an easy enough afternoon But as you look down the fixtures Ross County, Motherwell Loads at stake at that one Levy v Hibbs That battle for fourth place And then the big one Soap opera stuff At Tanadise Jim Goodwin In the dugout For Dundee United Against his old side Aberdeen It's a good day ahead I think we've got Terrific football This afternoon Gordon I think uh, the lads Round about the country Sitting watching the games Will get plenty of goals Plenty of action I'm looking forward To this afternoon Let's get stuck in Then straight to Ibrooks For team news What will the response Be on the pitch We find that out At three o'clock What's the response From Michael Bealbean Andrew McLean yeah, I'm really interested to see what the atmosphere is going to be like here at Ibrooks today because, you know, since that defeat last Sunday, we've heard it on the phones, we've seen it on social media. There's frustration, there's unrest in the Rangers' support. It spans a number of topics, team selection, recruitment, their injury record, things Michael Beale has said to the press, things John Lundstrom has said to the press, individual player performances, the list goes on. You'd expect there will be a bit of tension, but in football there is a way to help ease that tension. That is by winning games and playing well. Not all of those issues would be resolved with a good win today, but it's all down to the players to see what they can do on that pitch today, what their response is. They're up against the worst travellers in the Scottish Premiership as well. Kilmarnock have picked up two points from a possible 42 on the road this season, something Derek McInnes has been keen to address for a while. You said what has the response been from Michael Beale? Well, his response is four changes to the team that lost to Celtic last weekend. Probably unsurprisingly, out go Lundstrom, out goes Kamara as well. Malik Tillman drops out of the squad altogether and Alfredo Morelos drops to the bench as well. In come Raskin, Jack, Cantwell and Cholak. So it's Alan McGregor in goal for Rangers. The back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. The two holding midfielders, Nicola Raskin and Ryan Jack. It's then Fashion Sakala, Todd Cantwell and Ryan Kent in behind Antonio Cholak. The substitutes, McLaughlin, Lundstrom, Suter, Kamara, Morelos, Wright, Arfield and Devine. Of course, that is a long-awaited return for John Suter on that Rangers 
bench as for Kilmarnock. Sam Walker in goal for them. A back five, Ryan Alabiosu, Ash Taylor, Joe Wright, Jarrell Dorset, and Luke Chambers. The midfield four, Danny Armstrong, Alan Power, Liam Polworth and Rory McKenzie. Christian Doidge, the lone striker for them today. The substitutes, Hemming, Stokes, Sanders, Watson, McEnroy, Alston, Murray, Jones, Robinson. The referee for this one, Hugh, cover your ears. It's Willie Collum. The VAR is David Monroe. Oh, what jumps out from the team news there, Hugh? Well, uh, first of all, uh, Raskin comes in. He should have been there last Sunday uh, against Celtic in the Cup final and uh, he did not go on until a stage of the match where it was too difficult for him to do anything about salvaging the Cup. So that was a mistake. The manager has rectified that mistake. Cantwell comes back in. He should have played at Hamden last Sunday as well. That was another managerial mistake. And what of Alfredo Morelos now at Ibrooks Taking off last Sunday at Hamden after he had scored a goal I think justifiably disgusted by the decision to take him off we all saw him boot the bottles of water as he made his way up to the subs bench but I wonder he's out of contract no contract offer has been made to him and now he reverts back to the bench and Cholak is number one I wonder if his days at Ibrooks are now numbered uh, Mark, is it fairly obvious? I'm not saying Michael Beale has tuned in to Clyde One Super Scoreboard all week and said, "Oh well, a better start." Nicholas Raskin, Todd Cantwell, but clearly, had John Lundstrom or Glenn Kamara or whoever had a particularly good game at Hamden last week, they probably would have stayed in the team. So it's the, yeah. it's the one area that's seen the most change this weekend. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. I think the Rangers fans going along to Ibrox this afternoon will be pleased when they. They turn up there and see the team news because the the blame uh, was was laid at the feet of the three in midfield not being good enough, not being mobile enough. I said that, but lots more people said that. And Alfredo Morelos, there's been columns in the newspaper about what Morelos gives to the team, and all four of those players have been changed. So for the fans going along, they can't really see Michael Beale hasn't done anything dramatic. He's obviously realised. That that was an error. It was obviously realised he needs some more energy on that side, and that's why he's went for Jack Campwell uh, and Raskin and Cholak up front. Yeah, he's got a bit more energy. Uh, front three, uh, Cholak will give them a bit more up top. Um, a big day for him because he'll be wanting. Will shoot. he though? Because is that is that not one of the main debates right now? In which sense? I think I think he's more mobile than Morelos. Um, I think that Morelos is a better back-to-goal player. Um, he holds the ball up and he links the play up well, but I think if you can get the ammunition for the wide areas to Cholak in the box, I think that's when he comes alive. I think he's a good goal scorer. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think they've obviously got Kent, Sakala, Cantwell in there. I like the fact that Jacks come back in, give them a bit of steel in the middle of the park with Raskin. They'll have enough to beat a Kilmarnock team that struggle to win on the road. I think it's a, a real team selection that shows a self-examination on the part of the manager. Uh, he didn't have to listen to our programme to understand that he picked the wrong team. He must have known instinctively while the game was still going on against Celtic that he'd done the wrong thing. Uh, and now, not to appease the fans, but simply to get a better team on the park, he's got Cantwell back in, Raskin, and Morelos, the great enigma. People always use the word enigma in football when they mean, what is this guy all about? Uh, this was a once terrific talent. 
A once superb talent Who could have earned Rangers £16 million Had he taken the offer That was on the table at the time He's now a once superb talent In decline And it looks as if He's going to leave Ibrox In the summertime For nothing That's not good business I mean uh Interesting week on the injury update front Andrew McLean Bad news for sure On the likes of Tom Lawrence um, And Well I guess Ridvan Yilma is not, not quite as bad John Souter back today though In the squad for the first time in a long time And Rangers fans may be hoping that Malik Tillman's absence is a, a short term one Because he's not anywhere today is he? Yeah, he's not in the squad whatsoever. There was a lot of talk, of course, in the lead-up to the League Cup final about Malik Tillman's fitness. There was a few players that Michael Beale had highlighted that were maybe struggling to make that game. Malik Tillman started. He looked off the pace. Whether that was to do with a potential injury he was carrying or not, we don't know for certain. We'll find out when we speak to Michael Beale later on and we'll find out exactly what is wrong with Malik Tillman and how long he'll be kept out of that one but he's he's definitely not in the squad today that is one that as you say Rangers fans will maybe be a bit nervous about hoping that that's not a long term one and John Souter back in the squad for the first time in months he's played 45 minutes of football for Rangers competitively he played uh, the first half against Livingston um, in the first game of the season wasn't it as well and then came off at half time so he's back on the bench Rangers will be hoping that I don't know, is there a potential that maybe later on in this game, if Rangers manage to get themselves in a good position, that they'll be able to, to get him some game time? But he'll be hoping that he doesn't have any hiccups in his return the way that many Rangers players have had. Yes, looking forward to that then. Interesting team news today from Ibrooks. Lots of changes for Michael Beale, particularly in that midfield area. That's not the only show in town, though, because there are huge games up and down the country. And when I say up and down the country... Let's start in Dingwall. Fraser Wishart is watching Ross County against Motherwell. Yeah, certainly up in the country, uh, Gordon, and uh, looking forward to, to this game. I think a fascinating game ahead. Both teams plenty to play for. I was actually here in December 2020 during COVID. No crowds when Stuart Kettlewell was sacked as Ross County manager after 2-0 home defeat against Hamilton Ackies. He came out to speak to the media. He did his bit, and uh, as he always is, fairly respectful, but he just looked forlorn, and here he is. Back as manager of Motherwell for a game that's of significance at the bottom of the Premiership table. He brings his side, of course, as we know, in good form. Seven points from nine in the three games he's been in charge. And he knows that a win today would see Motherwell ten points ahead of Dundee United before they play this evening. And it's a battle of the clubs at the bottom of the table. There's four in the relegation fight at the moment. Last week, Motherwell grabbed a last gasp equaliser at Kilmarnock, something he might not have done previously in this season. And a win for County, of course, against Dundee United. They thrashed them here 4-0. So Stuart Gettle knows how difficult a task this is today because a win today for County actually puts them level with Motherwell in the table. He's actually changed the formation and the style of play, a bit more physicality about Motherwell, 3-5-2. They get the ball forward to the big strikers of Beacon Van Veen, support from the midfield. And they'll need that fight today because any time I've seen County, they've actually played well. This season, just not scored enough goals. And last time I was here, in December, I had a chat with Malky Mackay after the game. He was saying, just need a striker playing well, just need somebody that's going to score a goal. And they might just have found that because the man on loan from St Myrna even Brophy out the plans in Paisley. He scored two instead of another two last week in the 4-0 win. So he's probably the man to watch for Muddle today. Pitch looking good. A wee bit of rain has been falling, but that's good because it'll give a wee bit of zip to the ball. So all set up, I think, for an exciting 90 minutes. Unsurprisingly, Ross County are unchanged. They go 4-4-2 formation. Ross Laidlaw's in goals. Connor Randall, Jack Baldwin, Alex Yakaviti, and George Harmon at the back. Across the middle, Gwyn Edwards, Victor Latouri, Noan Kenny and Jan Danda with Jordan White and the man at the moment, Eamon Brophy as the two strikers. Substitutes for County, Ross Monroe, David Cancola, Keith Watson, Ross Callahan, Josh Sims, Alex Samuel, Jordi Hewula, 
Dylan Smith and Josh Stones for Motherwell. Just one change. The man who scored that last gasp equaliser last week. Calum Slattery comes in and Dean Cornelius drops to the bench. So the 3-5-2 formation. Liam Kelly in goals. Paul McGinn, Callum Butcher and Dan Casey at the back. Across the middle, Max Johnson, Callum Slattery, Sean Goss, Blair Spittle and James Furlong with John Obika and Kevin Van Veen as the two strikers. Subs for Motherwell, Ashton Oxborough, Stephen O'Donnell, Ricky Lamy back after injury, Bevis McGabby, Ollie Crankshaw, Riku Danzaki, Stuart McIntyre, Dean Cornelius and Ryan Tierney. The referee today in Dingwall is Don Robertson and VAR is experienced Kevin Clancy. Officially allowed to call them relegation six-pointers once you get into March, Fraser. That's the rule that I just made up two minutes ago. But um, it feels it feels appropriate, doesn't it? That's really what's at stake here. Yeah, I was saying there a minute ago, you know, just to, to, there's three points between the teams, so it could go to six or it could go to zero. You know, they could be, it could be as close as, as, as that. And, of course, you know, if you're not playing against the teams around you, then they could also win. But uh, whoever wins today knows, of course, the team that's they're playing against isn't going to pick up any points. So they're absolutely vital at the bottom of the table. And they're just coming thick and fast. It was the same last week with Kelly against Motherwell. Uh, Ross County beat Dundee United here. They've got Livingston next week as well. So there's games coming up that I think that County will fancy themselves to, to, to win. And, and I, I think they may have the, the edge today. As I said earlier, I think they're a good team. I think they knock the ball around well. They've got good attacking midfield players. They create chances. Brophy just might be the difference between them staying in the, in the league and not this season. Yep, good performance and result last week, of course. I've had some impressive showings recently, so we'll keep an eye on that one. A bit further up the league then, is it the battle for top six? Is it the battle for uh, Europe? Maybe a bit of both. Livy against Hibbs, David Friel. Yeah, I think it is a battle for both Gordon. It's going to be an emotional, poignant day for Hibbs as well. Remember, this is our first game since Ron Gordon's sad passing. Uh, the Hibs owner, both clubs will be making their own tributes. They're just out warming up just now, the goalkeepers, and they've got special T-shirts on. Shmuel George and David Marshall up the other end as well. And it's also going to be a minute's silence for Ron before the game. Lee Johnson spoke really well about him yesterday and I think just talking to staff around, the Hibs staff around the ground the last wee while. It's clear that you know, his death has hit everyone really, really hard. Ron was based in America, but he spent a lot of time over here. He took a great interest. I remember being down at Bonnerig at the start of the season and sitting right next to him. You could see that it was just a wee snapshot of how important he felt it was to be there and get to know the players. And there was a real bond there. So it's a sad loss for Hibs, a sad loss for Scottish football. He was always a guy that tried to drive the game forward, make the product better. So I'm sure Hibs will be looking to pay tribute to him with a win today. They're trying to stretch their unbeaten run to seven games. And there's going to be three and a half thousand away fans here today. So a huge support. I said Hibs have been in good form. They're now only five points off Hearts in third place, which is remarkable given their struggles this season. You know, it wasn't so long ago we spoke about that El Sakiko between Jim Goodwin and Lee Johnson. But look at Hibs now, you know, try to chase Europe. Um, the good news, Kevin Nisbet's back. He's not going to be risked on the plastic pitch. He's on the bench, so has Mikola Kuharevich. He's also back from injury, but the bad news is that Aidan McGeady's season is over through that hamstring injury. I think Lee Johnson this morning is saying that his career might also be over. Aidan's probably going to have a decision to make because it's going to be a long road back for him. In terms of the Hibs team, Matthew Hopp is in from Gideon. That's the only change from the last game. So it's David Marshall in goals, Chris Cadden, Will Fish, Paul Hanlon, Marianne Krabraha at the back, CJ Egan Riley and Jimmy Jago, the two holding midfielders with Ewan Henderson, Josh Campbell, Matthew Hopp in behind Eli Yuan. Salsa Hibs are Johnson, Miller, Tavares, Nisbet, Stevenson, Devlin, McIntyre, O'Connor and Kuharevich. As for Livy, they start the day in 7th. 
struggles recently. I think they badly need a win. They have struggled a bit in the last few weeks. They haven't scored in the last three games and they've only won one in the last six matches as well. David Martindale's up at Patoji last week. He wasn't happy with the performance. He'll be demanding a lot better as he always does. But they do actually have a good home record against Hibs. They've won the last three against them here. They've made four changes. I Obelai, James Penny, Sean Kelly and Stephen Badley all drop out. Morgan Boyce, Christian Montano, Jason Holt and Stephen Omi Onga are in. So Hibs, eh, sorry, Liver going to line up. Shamal George in goals. Nicky Devlin, Jack Fitzwater, Morgan Boyce and Christian Montano at the back. Jason Holt, Scott Pittman and Stefan Omionga in midfield with Stephen Kelly, Bruce Anderson and Joel Nubley in attack. Subs are Levy are Hamilton, Obelai, De Lucas, Brandon, Pennice, Bradley, Shinny, Bahambula and Guthrie. The referee at the Tony Macaroni is Chris Graham and the VAR is Grant Irvin. Right, let's go to Tyne Castle where Roger Hanna is watching the home side that were nailed on to finish third. No chance anyone could catch them. Third all day long. It was the talk, Roger Hanna. Is it still the case? That's a very good point you make, Gordon. I think if this fixture had been three or four weeks ago, I think we'd have agreed that St Johnson were in greater need of the points than Hearts. I'm not so sure that's the case today. Yes, they're still third, as you say, but as David made the point there, that pack behind them is only five points. Two of them now headed. Capital rivals, Hibs. Uh, Hart lost last time out at Motherwell. I want you to tell you that 13 days ago. And it's exactly one month today since I last won a game in the Premiership. So they will need points. And I think Robbie Nielsen will feel that today. St Johnson, by contrast, they've taken seven from the last four league games to edge away from any trouble at the bottom. They're 11 clear at Indy United now. They're seven ahead of that dreaded playoff place that they finished in last season. Um, and they'll feel the O'Hart's one. They've lost both games this season. 3-2, two, two thrilling encounters. Lawrence Shanklin scoring penalties in both games for Hearts. So it'll be an interesting encounter today and I think there will be a bit of pressure on Hearts. You know how the punters get if they don't start very well here. Three changes from that side that lost at Fur Park a couple of weeks ago. At the back, Kai Rolls back in for Toby Sibbick. In the midfield, George Grant in for Cammy Devlin. And up top, Josh Janelli's free of suspension. And here places Stephen Humphreys, who's not in the squad at all. And by process of elimination, Gordon, you'll have worked out. That means no Andy Halliday. He's in the bench again. So Hearts are Xander Clark in goals. The back three, James Hill, Kai Rolls, Stephen Kingsley. Across the middle, Michael Smith, Robert Snodgrass, George Grant and Alec Cochran. And then Barry Mackay and the skipper, Lawrence Shanklin, supporting Josh Janelli. On the bench, it's Stuart Atkinson, Sibic, Devlin, Halliday, Keogh, Forrest, Oda and Kual. Three changes as well for St Johnson from the side held at home by St Mirren last week. Phillips is suspended after his red card. Nicky Clark is injured. Andy Considine also missing altogether from the squad. James Brown, Graham Carey and Conor McLennan come in and we expect them to switch to a back four and a 4-1-4-1 formation today. Remy Matthews in goal across the back. James Brown, Alec Mitchell, Liam Gordon and Adam Montgomery. In the absence of Phillips, it will be Cammy McPherson holding. Then a midfield four of Dre Wright, Melker Halberg, Graham Carey and Conor McLennan and Stevie May up top on his own. In the bench, Sinclair, Gallagher, Wallerspoon, Murphy, Rudden, Bay. Ballantyne and 18 year old centre back Liam Parker the referee is Steve McLean the VAR is Graham Granger and if you'll indulge me one minute Gordon a very rare shout out a big fan of the show Callum Turner unwell this week listening today from his ward at Hare Myers Hospital I won't tell you what team he supports but he's hoping for a home win in Andrew McLean's game well, we'll soon see what happens in those 3 o'clock games That's you got your team news We've got a 6 o'clock game And my goodness, what a cracker it is Dundee United Aberdeen So plenty of time uh, to look ahead to that one uh, We always do at this stage on a Saturday Pause for breath Take a look back on some of the week's biggest talking points And it's been quite a week So we'll do that next Action as it happens And your reaction from 5 on the open line is Clyde One Super Scoreboard You're up to speed with your team news then Ahead of the 3 o'clock games The top team round the grounds You've got Gordon DL, Mark Wilson 
And Hugh Keevans in the studio Those familiar with the format on a Saturday like this Will know we tend to reflect on the week's biggest talking points And uh, Roger Hanna, even I can't build up any suspense As to what that would have been this week From the moment you joined us at 2 minutes past 6 on Monday To the moment Hugh Keevans said goodbye at 2 minutes to 8 last night There was only one topic that dominated Yeah, and one man who dominated that topic um, Off the back of the Vianna Play Cup final last Sunday you would perhaps have expected a degree of criticism maybe of some of the Rangers defending um, the Rangers midfield all of whom were hooked maybe Alfredo Morelos has been left out today but 99.9% of the criticism around Rangers for losing the Cup final has centred on Michael Beale if there was a honeymoon period as Rangers manager that has long since ended um, I was astonished at the vitriol that was directed his way after that sporting gesture in the Partick Thistle game, I was flabbergasted that there was that banner out against Michael Beale at the Livingston game. I was very surprised he addressed it in public that he had been and spoken to some of the Union Bales. And the level of criticism that he has endured this week would lead me to believe that these next few games, you know, Rangers have lost the League Cup, they're not going to win the Premiership, they must retain the Scottish Cup, and, and if we get to the end of the season and he's not retained the Scottish Cup, and the gap to Celtic has gone from nine points into double figures, I think Michael Beale's got a problem. Fraser Wishart, you've seen this movie many times, you've seen big games between those two rivals, Cup Finals, somebody has to lose, have you been surprised at the depth of the fallout? I think it's the depth that surprised me, uh, Gordon, not, not the fallout, you know, having played at Rangers many, many moons ago, uh, you know, been there, uh, seen defeats for Rangers and, uh, you know, the criticism that comes with that, but uh, the depth of that, I was at the game, and certainly played well, certainly deserved to win, but I, I didn't think Rangers were as bad as some of the, the, the critics amongst the supporters in particular are, are saying, you know, I, th I think... Uh, and maybe they're just a wee bit worried about uh, the depth of Celtic squad, the strength of Celtic squad, that there is a gap between the two teams, I think there's no doubt about that. And maybe they're, they're looking at looking at the, the, the rebuilding job that's ahead and thinking, can Rangers do that over, over the summertime, given the fact that so many players are out of contract and not many are going to be moved on for fees as well as the money there to, to rebuild. But remember, Celtic, 20 months ago, and Poster Coldly came in, you know, had, had a decimated squad as well, but surely and slowly they've built, and with contacts that uh, Poster Coldly's got, across the world have built a really strong squad so something that just takes a wee bit of patience but uh, it wasn't so much the criticism it was the depth of it and, and the, the, the real sort of down I think that Rangers supporters supporters felt and uh, they need a result today you know I mean if they don't get a result today then that, that depth of feeling will just only grow and grow and grow We spoke about this last night David Friel generally time's a great healer even in football you know Monday whatever negative result you're reflecting on it's worse than Tuesday and then it's getting better by Wednesday and Thursday But it didn't seem to ever dip this week And maybe that's because Michael Beale then had microphones in front of his face Come midweek and made other comments and John Lundstrom spoke But it seemed like nothing made it better for Rangers fans this week In fact for some it seemed to make it worse Yeah Gordon, but as, as Fraser's saying I think it was more For, for me it's more a, real, a realisation that Celtic are a bit far ahead of Rangers at the moment I think that game I'd probably agree with Fraser, I don't think it was a classic game, I think Celtic definitely deserved to win and could have scored more by the end, but I think for the Rangers fans, I think there's just a growing realisation that there's so much work to be done to that squad, I think it's a squad that's stagnated, I think the recruitment's been poor, the squad management's been poor, and I think they look across at Celtic being so settled, so stable, with money in the bank and more money to come, and, they also, and Rangers fans are just starting to think, 
how big a job is this and can it be achieved in a short space of time and, and I think if you look back to last season Celtic won the league but Rangers fans were pretty happy you know, they get to a European final they win the Scottish Cup I think Rangers fans felt they could kick on this year and you look at the, the money it was spent in the summer I mean Rangers did it's easy to forget but they did spend over £10 million in four players plus some good free, free agents and I think it's just a realisation as I said that you know what this hasn't worked and there's a bit of work to be done otherwise Celtic are going to be heading off into the sunset Hmm, I'm glad David Field mentioned uh, money there Roger Because it seems like a, a good way to, to bring it at least a bit more up to speed Although we're looking back on the week as a whole I think the should Michael Beale have started Nicholas Raskin debate Has certainly been exercised enough um, This all got brought to the fore again yesterday though Or the day before This notion of gaps and, and what does or doesn't need to be done to bridge it And Michael Beale mentioning that Celtic have more money And therefore Rangers are up against the odds and that seems to have upset a lot of Rangers fans. Would that be fair? I think you're absolutely spot on, Gordon. And what he said is true. But the Rangers fans didn't expect to have to hear it from the Rangers manager. Um, there will be scope for paying players. You know, James Sands is away. There's another eight whose contracts expire in the summer. When I say eight, I'm talking well-paid senior first-team players. The McGregors, Davises, Jacks, Kent, Morelos, you know, people like that. So there will be scope to reinvest those wages. But what you need is, you need the money up front to get the fees to bring the players in in the first place before you even pay them. And, you know, to tell the Rangers support four days after losing a cup final to Celtic that come the summer Celtic will have more money and they'll be able to spend more and you know we need patience and there's no quick fixes here it's all true but I don't think it helped the mood or as you would say helped the narrative from Rangers supporters through the week okay, what's the problem then if it's if it's true why are so many people grumbling about it you know if it is just this unavoidable fact that what's the problem well I think Rangers supporters expect the board to fund the revamp as Michael Beale would call it the rebuild as the rest of us call it because Celtic did that look at Celtic two years ago I think it's going to be two years come Monday since Rangers won the title and ended Celtic's quest for ten in a row and in those two years Rangers have probably gone a bit backwards I think the team two years ago that won the league would beat the team that Andrew McLean's going to watch against Kilmarnock today um, Celtic after losing the league went Garange Postacoglu and have not stopped since they have had four transfer they have strengthened, deepened, enhanced the first team squad in every single transfer window even in the month of January they are all coming in Alistair Johnson coming in, Kobayashi coming in, Iwata coming in. It all strengthens the squad. They were all involved in you know one shape or form last weekend. Rangers supporters expect their board to find that level of finance and keep on Celtic's case. What do you think, Fraser Wisher? Is it true or is it defeatist? I've seen a lot of Rangers fans point out, well, what, 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 what exactly is the drama here? Celtic do have more money than us. It is going to be tough for us. He's just telling the truth. And then others would point out and say, well, they may have a slightly bigger budget, but it's not like, you know, off into the distance where we can't be expected to compete. So what was your reading of it? Yeah, I think the latter point is, is, is probably there. You know, Rangers should still be expected to, to compete. And although Celtic have spent money, and uh, I think he's right that they have, uh, they have more money to spend and transfer fees and probably salaries as well. You know, they've also done it fairly cheaply at times. You know, the, the, the players have come from Japan and from Korea as well. I think if you were totted up the transfer fees, I don't know, would for six or seven players be more than five million? You know, so, so it depends on your recruitment. depends on the, the quality of player you get in. It sounded to me as if 
that uh, Rangers squad and sometimes people get caught up in having 25, 28-man squads. Maybe Michael Wheel's going to go for, for a smaller squad, hopefully promote a couple of the young players who've come in and done fairly well. King, Devine, Lowry could all play a more prominent part in the, in the squad next year. And it certainly means if he's going to go for three or four sort of quality players that's, uh, to try and just boost his squad and go with a smaller smaller first team squad, which which to me makes a wee bit of sense in the in the short term, and, and I think it is true. But Rangers fans don't want to hear that. You know, football fans across the across the board, all they want to hear is is, is the board putting money in, and you know, there's a lot of money put into the club and loan to the club for for stopping the ten in a row as well. So it's a kind of a, a, a rebuild. I mean, it can be done. I mean, there are there are free transfer players out there. There are players on 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 something in the one to two million pound range that the Rangers can get into to bring their, their team forward. It's just can they attract them, and that's all down to the scouting, all down to the the analysts. And, uh, and, and a big job to be, to be done over, over the coming months but you know, from Michael Beale's point of view eight players leaving not ideal in terms of maybe no transfer fees coming in as well but it, it does free up as Roger was saying there a big transfer budget sorry a big wage budget as well so you might be able to use that for bringing in three or four key quality players but um, I, I think it's just because he said it during the reaction to the defeat last week I think that's why the Rangers supporters in particular reacted and said earlier you know, the depth and, and the real worry I think amongst Rangers supporters is there for all to see Is this just the illogical nature of football Hugh or is it what this rivalry does to people because I'm not disagreeing with, with Roger and, and Fraser I, I assume they're right but to an outsider someone who doesn't understand their weird world if you were to hear the phrase I mean it's true but they don't want to hear it like you know what is what is that what did that mean to anyone outside of, of this rivalry of course I get what it means in this context but if something is true what's the harm in hearing it uh, because it's just the way it is Michael Beale misread the city and he for me talks the way he does first of all to protect Michael Beale and what he had to say about patience being a, a word that no one wants to hear in Glasgow then in terms of the Rangers supporters, that's absolutely correct because they have been patient. The Celtic fans put up a banner at the end of the game last Sunday which said, 22 trophies in 11 years, we set the standard. They've got 22, Rangers have got two. And that includes the spell that Michael Beale spent at Ibrooks with Stephen Gerrard. They got the league title win which stopped 10 in a row for Celtic. And I fully understand, having lived through the three nine in a row periods two for Celtic one for Rangers I fully understand what it means to the supporters of those clubs however Michael Beale and the club have to address the fact that they are not successful they do not recruit as well as Celtic recruit there is positivity about Celtic negativity about Rangers and mm. that's why he has said too much since Hamden he got Hamden wrong he picked the wrong team he didn't put on the subs at the time when they should have come on. And what he has had to say since then, I think, is first and foremost to protect Michael Beale. Keen to get a unique in terms of, of this show this afternoon perspective on this from you, Mark, because, again, it's true. And you can't argue with the logic. And generally, the teams with the most money, money win the most games and win the most competitions. When you were a Celtic player, were you ever really aware of whether your wage budget was higher than Rangers? Did you ever think it was... A disadvantage if theirs was higher or an, or an advantage if yours was higher Or did you just assume that it was Kind of close enough that the players would just go out and, and see who could come out and talk Never came into my mind for one second Gordon And I could probably say that about 100% of the squad Throughout my years, six and a half years at Celtic Never came into mind Because we knew both sides were that far ahead of the others That that was our competition 
and that and that was that end of when you Rangers had the ability to have good players, whether that be homegrown or signed, they were coming to the club for a specific reason, and they would be on good money and similar with us. I just think yeah. I don't know if Michael Beale was asked the question or he chose to bring it up himself about finances, but I just think it's foolish. I wonder what the the Rangers board think of the comments as well. Because on the face of it, you think Rangers had a choice who they were going to appoint manager. And I think a lot of spoke about Michael Beale coming in and perhaps making players better that's there already. Never mind about bringing players in for large sums of money. Now in his 14 weeks or whatever he's been here, I think you said it as well, Daz. I don't see many players getting better. I don't see a, a style that's that much better. Uh, he's getting results okay, but I think the Rangers fans see that as well. So I do agree with you. I think his comments midweek were to say, don't look at me if things go pear shape. Mm. Look over here. Look upstairs. Look what I'm being given and it's not enough to compete. I don't think that's right. This will alarm you, but you're the voice of reason. You're the mm. final say on this matter before oh. we move on. Brilliant. This will alarm more than you, but on you go. I think I think um, I agree with what most of the boys have said. I thought he was very negative, Gordon. I thought he was putting it out there for a reason. Now, Michael Beale got the Rangers job because of this reputation of being a fantastic coach. So I think the Rangers board would have known that they weren't going to have the same budget, obviously, as Celtic across the city. But they were hoping for a bit of uh, Michael Beale bringing in players, um, you know, making them better, organising a better system to play, more fast, attractive football. So far, I've not seen this. But I've got to be fair, and I said it when Ange Postacoglu became the Celtic manager, you have got to give people time. You've got to give them transfer windows. And the summer is going to be a massive transfer window for the Rangers manager. Well, forget the summer. It's a massive afternoon coming up. Rangers, of course, at home to Kilmarnock. We've got fantastic other games at three, more at six, more tomorrow. Scottish football, consistently the place to be. We'll go back round the grounds next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Seen is set for a top afternoon of Scottish football Lots happening not only in the Premiership But down the divisions as well So plenty for the guys in here And the guys round the grounds to get to With that in mind Let's start hearing from some managers And their pre-match thoughts uh, Here is Michael Beale and Derek McInnes I think it's really important to show our response And to win We have three games in a week It's a very interesting week Kilmarnock at home Who are fighting for their lives down there We know Derek will make it really tough He has an insight into our club So he knows how our crowd are going to react To the start of this game And I think they'll make it difficult We need to get three points However we get it It's important we show a strong response now In this four games Including Motherwell away Into the international break we need to prove that the weekend was a cup final against a strong rival and we fell short, but the show goes on and we're moving forward, albeit with huge disappointment. Part of the plan, every manager when they go to Ibrox, I would say, would be to try and get a good, strong start in the game and try and, you know, if you're going to get a positive result, it's more or less you have to try and strike that first blood and um, you know, try and make sure that you, you show the confidence in the game, have the appetite to take part in the game and and go and try and uh, show both sides. You've got to defend well, you've got to be fully concentrated, you've got to be really organised. Uh, and we'll take confidence from a couple of the games that we've had, particularly at Hamden and at Parkhead in these games. We lost 2-0, we lost a 90 minute, 90 minute goal, sorry to make the second goal at um, Ibrox first time around, but I think we're better than what we were then, so we'll take confidence from certain things that we did right, but 
to ultimately go and win the game, you're going to have to go and show a real attacking threat. And it's getting that balance right between attacking and defending. Looking forward to that obviously Let's go around the rest of the grounds again Ross County Motherwell is a cracker A six pointer if you like Down the bottom uh, Fraser I wonder if this relegation battle Is going to come down to Who did effective business in January I mean you alluded to it earlier on But when you take it as a whole package Motherwell signed nine players And for the first couple of weeks it you know Obviously wasn't working And Stevie Hamill paid the price um, But now maybe guys like Dan Casey and John O'Beaker And Callum Butcher Have started to make an impact and Ross County, they've gone and got Eamon Brophy. It might be his goals that keep them up. Dundee United have been getting stick for what they didn't do in the window. Kilmarnock lost a bit of firepower. So I am just wonder, when all's said and done, how important the business will be. It's beginning to look that way. And, you know, as you see, Kilmarnock lost Kyle Lafferty right at the last gasp as well. And Ollie Shaw went to, to Barnsley. So they're kind of struggling up front. Kyle Lassell's been suspended. So, yes, you, you could be right, all these players. The problem when you bring in so many players, especially the players that uh, Mother brought in, is they were always going to take a few games to, to get up to match fitness because you're, you're not going to get players that are playing regularly, especially from down south. So Butcher and Casey and um, Awika all looking a wee bit sharper or a bit stronger as well and have, and have all brought something to the to, to the, to the Motherwell team. you know. And uh, I think at this stage of the season, when, when they're playing against each other, of course, after the split, they have to play each other again as well. So there's a wee chance for Motherwell here I win today just to start to put a wee bit of distance between themselves and County, Kilmarnock and then uh, Dundee United. At, at the bottom, you know, and uh, they've been a decent run, seven points from the three games to Chuck Kettlewell's in charge. Reading a stat earlier on that actually said that uh, in the 15 previous games, they'd only picked up five points, so already he's had a bit, a bit of an impact, and uh, they'll come here with a bit of confidence. They won 5-0 here in, in October, and I was reading quotes from, from the two managers at that point, Malcolm Mackay was saying apologising to supporters was... Uh, really unhappy with the team's performance. Uh, Stephen Hamill was saying the best performance of the season. They'd already won at Tanadice, Petaudry, uh, won in Paisley as well. And if you'd said at that time one manager was still his job, he probably thought it would be Malky Mackay. But of course, Malky's still there and building up a, a decent squad. So I, I think this one will be tight. Uh, Gordon, it may just come to whoever's got the edge in terms of firepower. I've got a wee feeling that County might just win this one with the odd goal 2-1. Let's hear from Malky Mackay and Stuart Kettlewell going back to his old club. They've obviously come off the back of a couple of real good results. Um, you know, I think all season they've had a, as good a squad as anyone else. Um, you know, on their day, um, they've been as good as anyone else outside the top three or four. It's just um, the consistency, um, and they've got players that are that are um, that can really make a difference in games, just like the rest of us. So. Um, yeah, you know, we, we know it's going to be a tough game ahead. It can be important. It's not going to define your season again. There's, there is a long way to go. There is a lot of important games, and as I keep saying, as each one one keeps coming, the importance and I suppose the pressure becomes greater when when you're getting towards that end of the season and seeing the bigger picture. Um, but I, I think it's two well matched teams. I think it's two teams that have qualities in certain areas. I, I think it's two teams that um, are off the back of. For them, a good result, an excellent result against Dundee United. And, and for us, going off the back of three pretty decent performances and three pretty decent results. So I imagine you're going to get two teams coming up against each other that are that are feeling pretty good about themselves. At Livy Hibbs for David Friel. David, the emotion that's attached to this week and this fixture for Hibbs, the sad passing of Ron Gordon. Do you think that can ever have an impact on a football match? Yeah, I, th I think it can. Gordon, as I was saying earlier, you know, this isn't... Ron wasn't 
some absentee-owner who didn't take any interest in the players or anything like that. He, he did know a lot of them, I and mean, I think he knew a lot of them quite well, and you see the crowd here today, I mean, the Hibs fans are still streaming in. They're taking up almost half this stadium. And I think there'll be I think it will be quite a powerful day for them. I think it'll be emotional and um I think they're driven to go and, and win the game for him and his family. And obviously his son's got a prominent position at the club as well. You know his wife came over quite a lot too. So yeah, I definitely think it will be in the Hibs players' minds that they want to go and, and start paying tribute to him in the best possible way by, by winning the game today. And as I said as well, in terms of just the football, we're obviously looking to put a bit of pressure on hearts. Also looking today if they win, they could go three points ahead of St Mirren on fifth and also play Celtic tomorrow and also Hibs next two games are Rangers at home midweek then Celtic away next week so I think Lee Johnson will be looking at this game as, as a huge one for him he wants three points three points could go a long way um, towards deciding their Hibs finish at the end of the season So David Martindale against Lee Johnson in the dugouts I think um, we're at home and we're capable of taking points off anyone at home um, Hibs at Easter Road's a different football team to Hibs at Livingston and that, that's just we're probably a little bit stronger. Lee's done a he's done a good job and he's on a trajectory where he's in a good runny form so tough at the start but he seems to have turned that around a wee bit. There's a lot of players now who came into the club in January that I think's bedded in fairly well. He's brought summer recruitments in that probably didn't hit the ground running initially that needed to hit the ground running initially. They've now had that bedding in period in Scottish football and with Lee Sale coming into Scottish football. And I think you can see with that little bit of continuity and there's been an adaptation period, I think Hibs are in a much better. I know the fan base is support to the family. I spoke to Ian yesterday, um, a lengthy chat. I know how much they're appreciating everything that's going on uh, this side and they'll get an opportunity to show that appreciation back, um, obviously, over the next sort of week, 10 days when they're back in the country. Um, but as, as in terms of players, a player's role is to is to be the best they can possibly be every day and, and in that sense that will be honouring Ron because it's giving of your all and then being able to um, like I say deliver in those key moments and if we can do that enough then the success will come to us uh, and then Roger Hanna who's on Andy Halliday watch from the subs bench this afternoon just get the, the feeling Roger that there's a, a big week coming up for Hearts as well You talk about a double header With Celtic One in the Cup One in the League And this just goes down As one of those With no disrespect To St Johnston just a, just a winnable fixture On paper One that that big Hearts crowd Turning up this afternoon Expects them to win Yeah and they were A disappointing time They were a couple of weeks To dwell on that Defeat and a very Disappointing performance At Firth Park And I think they need To win this They need to win this To keep the gap To the pack behind them That we mentioned earlier Gordon But they also needed To breathe a bit of Belief into the squad that they can do something against Celtic over the next seven days. Celtic Park in the league on Wednesday night and then next Saturday lunchtime here, a Scottish Cup quarter-final, an absolute blockbuster of a game. And Robbie Nielsen, I don't think could countenance getting to next Saturday night with Hibs only two points off them and also out the Scottish Cup. This is a huge week. This is the biggest week of hard season by a distance. Well, let's hear from him then, Robbie Nielsen. Yeah, I expect... You know, always a tough game. The last couple of games against them have been very close. Three, two up there, um, and I know Callum very well. I think you know they've tried to change their style a wee bit, a bit more possession-based, football-based. So I think coming to Tynecastle, you know, they'll try and pass the ball, and it's a, a game that you know the two teams that are trying to play. It's probably about performance levels uh, for me. I think you know we've had two really close games against Hearts. I think both games end up three-two uh, to them. Some good performances against them. We need to make sure. We stopped the threats. I probably didn't do that 
well enough in the last game and obviously conceded a penalty pretty early doors. I think it was one of those dubious penalty decisions. I think it's really important we go there. Uh, we're really hard to play against, make it difficult as we can for them. Uh, you know, try and use our support. I think we've sold our allocation already. Uh, so try and use our support and, and, and make it frustrating for them and uh, try and get a result. Saturday afternoon football You can't beat it Four big games in the Scottish Premiership One later on as well And one tomorrow But we'll get to them in due course The three o'clock games are next And we go back to Ibrox after these The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard What a week it's been on Clyde One Super Scoreboard So many points made So many questions asked in the aftermath Of last weekend's League Cup final Well we're about to start finding out the answers What will the Rangers reaction be like What will the crowd be like What will Michael Beale's part in it all be like Andrew McLean is about to find out Yeah I did wonder if there was going to be Any sort of pre-match protest At all from Rangers supporters Because there has been a lot of criticism Towards many facets of, of Rangers as a club In the last week uh, there is a couple of small banners that are exactly the same and they're a, a black background. It's got Stuart Robertson's face on it, it's got Ross Wilson's face on it, a red circle round each of them and a cross through it as well. So supporters, some sections of supporters at least making their feelings towards the sporting director and the managing director known ahead of this game so far. It is easy to forget because of the last week. You know, Michael Beale's record since he came in is good, 13 wins from 15, he's won every single game outside of that draw against Celtic and the loss uh, to Celtic last weekend in the League Cup final but that is just the rivalry in this city isn't it, when you're lagging behind your rivals, the problems are then focused on by supporters, they want answers they want solutions and they don't want excuses and I think that's part of the problem with Michael Beale's comments during the week about budgets because whether it's true or whether it's not, the Rangers fans, to the Rangers fans, sorry, that it, it does sound like a bit of an excuse and not a solution. So that's maybe what they've sort of honed in on. And there are other gaps for Michael Beale to focus on as Rangers manager when you're being judged using Celtic as a barometer. You look at Celtic, are they playing attacking, flowing, attractive football? Yes, they are. Are Rangers at the moment? No, they're not. You look at recruitment, are Celtic spending their money wisely, whether it's more or less money than Rangers, yes they are, are Rangers at the moment, they're not, and the most important one is winning trophies are Celtic winning trophies at the moment they are, and Rangers aren't so these are the big things that the Rangers fans will be focusing on and that's why there has been a lot of criticism towards the club this week but you know the talking needs to be done on the pitch today, anything less than three points is unthinkable after last week and especially with Kilmarnock's awful away record, just two points from a possible 42 this season. I'll give you a recap of the teams, the starting lineups as the players shake hands out on the pitch at the moment for Rangers. Alan McGregor in goal. In the back four, James Tavernier, Connor Golton, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. The two holding midfielders, Nicholas Raskin and Ryan Jack. Fashion Sakala, Todd Cantwell and Ryan Kent in behind Antonio Cholak. John Suter back on the bench. Back in the Rangers squad for the first time since the opening day of the season. Porco Marnock, Sam Walker in goal, the back five, Ryan Alabiosu, Ash Taylor, Joe Wright, Jarrell Dorset, and Luke Chambers. The midfield four, Danny Armstrong, Alan Power, Liam Polworth and Rory McKenzie up front for Kilmarnock, Christian Deutsch. The referee is Willie Collum. The VAR is David Monroe. And as the Rangers players took to the pitch, there was a good ovation from the home crowd here. They are certainly behind their team today, although I can see to the left of me there is a banner that is going to go up in the, the Union Bears section 
of the uh, Rangers support. However, it hasn't been raised at the moment. Brian Kent is standing over the ball, waiting to see uh, if that banner will be raised before kick-off here at Ibrooks. We are running slightly late, because I think it is a, about one or two minutes past three o'clock. Willie Collum just checking his watch, and everything is ready to go, but I will let you know what that banner is. We are underway at Ibrooks. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Buy now, pay nothing till 2024. Come on, then, you hopeless duds, give me your match ACA this afternoon. There are no circumstances imaginable which would come up with a Kilmarnock win at Ibrooks. They are on the road, irredeemably, undeniably hopeless. Did you hear about his forfeit? <laughs> What's that? If yeah. Kilmarnock win, he's to go and wash Derek McInnes's car. Yeah, apparently. But there is absolutely no danger. <laughs> Derek, Derek know this? No, no, he doesn't. But he will. Well, 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 there's, always, there's always a clipe. Someone will have told him uh, last night after the program. Anyway, ended. anyway, they're they're done for at Ibrooks. Uh, Hearts narrowly to get past St Johnson. Ross County Motherwell a draw. Livy and Hibbs surely in honour. Of the late Ron Gordon The Hibs players Will find it within themselves To get an away win And uh, at 6 o'clock Aberdeen will beat Dundee United I'm going for Rangers home win Hearts home win Ross County home win Draw between Livy and Hibs And a draw in Jim Goodwin's First out as Dundee United manager uh, Rangers home win Hearts St Johnston I'm going for a draw Ooh. Yeah Because I think Hearts aren't playing At their best just now Ross County Motherwell Draw I think Livingston will beat Hibs at home and I'm going for Aberdeen and Dundee United draw Interesting, well we'll watch to see who gets the closest none of you tend to get that close um, The Hibs fans, they've had it well, the Livy fans as well a minute's silence after the sad passing of Ron Gordon um, and in the Championship as well Hugh, we're underway there four fantastic games yeah. Aaron Verness uh, Cove Dundee Partick Wraith Rovers and Queen's Park Morton a big game because Queen's Park are at the top also a minute's applause uh, for the late Alan McGraw yeah. who passed away this week as well knew Alan well over the years loved his company uh, the, the most civil of men um, great player in his day old enough to remember him um, playing for Morton and breaking all sorts of goal scoring records I think he was the top goal scorer, followed by Andy Ritchie, followed by Rowan Alexander. Uh, he, he was a thorough gentleman, and I shall miss him. Uh, so we'll see what result we get in that one. Partick Wraith as well, as I mentioned, big one for us here. And in fact, every game in the Championship is really big at the moment. There's been a bright start by Ross County. Brophy's had a shot blocked, then Harmon had a shot saved by Kelly. Uh, the Hibs fans chucked a flare on the pitch after the minute silence So that was a bit of a delay that started now uh, And nothing much to tell you about elsewhere Which gives us the perfect opportunity, Hugh Evans. Yeah. The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football For the best football news and opinion online Since 2016 Seven players have signed for Celtic or Rangers during the January transfer window and have gone on to score at least five league goals. Now, this includes players on loan. Since 2016, seven players have signed for Celtic or Rangers during the January window and they've gone on to score at least 
Five league goals Name them I like it At Clyde SSB Get your answers in And get them in quicker Than everyone else That's the aim of the game So at Clyde SSB Have a think And if you head over To that Twitter feed You can also see The question written down If that was too much Information for you to take in I don't tell you every goal That's scored down south Because frankly We've got enough on our plate But I just thought You might be interested League leaders Arsenal Conceded at home to Bournemouth After 27 seconds uh, So that was uh, Certainly a lively start It's what you would Usually one. label Unprofessional Would yeah. you not Hugh? Oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Tell those it Arsenal is. players On 150 grand a week 37 seconds After you Start the game mm. You're a goal down That's different that, different conceding At any other time yeah, though. That's the bit I just don't no, get No 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 That's game unacceptably Early <laughs> Yeah I, I, I do understand that And when teams score In the 90th minute I always say Unprofessional No no, obviously that's resilience. But if you lose a goal in 37 seconds, you're sitting dreaming about where you're no, going no, tonight. No, but what difference does it make? Because if you can produce a moment of magic in the 45th minute, you can produce it in the first. If you can be guilty of a mistake in the 67th minute, you can be guilty of it in the first. Bored mouth. I mean, <laughs> some wee teams from a seaside town. Yeah, that's unprofessional. There's a blast. They have from candy the... floss in their bags and rocks <laughs> and all that. There's a blast from the past. Janino Bakuna, remember him? He scored for Birmingham. Uh, goals going in down the divisions. Ah, Jim Duffy won't be happy. Montrose won Clyde nil. <sighs> Annan won Stenhouse Muir nil. Sterling Albion are one up as well uh, as the top of League Two heats up. Let's see, what was this? Uh, banner that the Rangers fans have held up today and it's aimed at the board. After 55 titles, you took your eye off the ball. Time for change, it says. So that one's got nothing to do with Michael Beale. Well, when fans say time for change, can you define what you mean? Because do you want Douglas Park to give up his interest in the club and others who have put money into a club that doesn't have a proper business philosophy yet? Well, we'll get back to that. Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Exactly what Rangers needed. Exactly what Michael Beale needed. Rangers won Kilmarnock nil. And it's Connor Goldson. Two shots from Cantwell blocked after the corner. Cholak then had a shot saved. And Connor Goldson scored exactly what the doctor ordered here. There will be no bucket of water. There will be no chamois. There will be no Derek McInnes' car. <laughs> I told mm. you, irredeemably... Undeniably hopeless on the road And that is the start that Michael Beale needs You're absolutely correct It's also the worst start possible for Derek McInnes Because it could now get very ugly for him Yeah, yeah. even for the players Never mind Michael Beale Coming off the back of Sunday It's sometimes difficult when Of course expectation is great in your shoulders And you f- sometimes you feel that people are just waiting for you to slip up So getting an early goal just settles the nerves just let's enjoy your day a bit more and Connor Golson tucks that away there and uh, good start for Rangers yeah it's not, it's not the start there McInnes was obviously looking for it I had a game plan to try and frustrate Rangers but uh, what five six minutes on the clock one up um, if they get another quick goal it certainly could be a long day for Kelly it's very simple for Rangers today I mean the, the, the manager has taken all manner of abuse since losing the cup final to Celtic but today he will now go six points behind Celtic in the league and although Celtic look formidable you have to put them under some kind of pressure mm. and at Paisley tomorrow now they know that they'll go into that game with a six point lead not a nine point lead and it's up to them and the, the thing Mark when you're 
when you could be really doing with an early goal like that, sometimes get bodies in the area, the set piece works out. Like it didn't need to be beautifully crafted. Rangers haven't had to cut Kilmarnock open because as we heard from Derek McInnes when you're killing you're trying to get something to hang on to and now you don't after six minutes it was just the ball bobbling around Rangers a few shots blocked but they had the right amount of bodies in the right areas and Conor Goldson sweeps it home yeah the set piece initially worked well but they get a bit fortuitous when there's a couple of blocks here and it falls in the right place but Goldson's there to put it away and that's the important thing you need to get bodies in the box so you're right Kilmarnock what is the game plan now? now we always have this argument you lose a goal does your game plan change no we'll just keep ticking along and keep in the game as long as possible but it just makes the Rangers players relax a bit more they'll, they'll find it a bit easier playing one up after five minutes there's, there's a reason why you're second bottom and have our goal difference of minus 26 it's because you're rotten <laughs> constructive mm, yeah thanks I'm sure Derek is delighted to hear that insight it's all about budgets, remember? No chance of Kelly going there and getting anything. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like He's 5-0, 4 for 1. Finn Robson, 10 minutes gone. Ann and 1. Steny 1. That weather burn equalising after 6 minutes. What a start to that game. Um, so that banner we spoke about after 55 titles, you took your eye off the ball. Time for change. A round of applause from the home support when that was unveiled. But, as I say, so what do they want? Do they want a takeover of the club? No, but you can, it's not, you can change... You can change your chief exec You can change your sporting director Stuart Robertson and Ross Wilson They're not They're not employed at Ibrox for life They can be replaced If you think those can be improved So has the, the mood switched now Away from players And from the, the manager To the sporting director And the managing director I think Rangers recruitment's always been under question yeah, since. Yeah, I don't, that's what that's all about Don't deny it? that I think that 55 for Rangers It became an obsession It became like 10 in a row for Celtic And People Overlooked the fact that Stephen Gerrard Gary McAllister And Michael Beale Got that title win But for the rest of the time That they were at Ibrox mm. They were unsuccessful So this whole 55 business Has intoxicated people And Fans as well Have taken their eye off the ball <laughs> smashed in all my time here. You keep banging the window to get the producer's attention. Quite something. Uh, Christian Doy just playing with a face mask. By the way, it's a broken nose. He had it lodged back into place on the pitch Ooh. and played on last week. Wow, that, that was like an action movie. That's not there. great, is it? You see, you no. Know, I've had that before Had that oh, yeah. training Oh nose oh, Nose put horrible. right out Bone sticking out oh, Had to go no. straight to the hospital Surgery ah, That's what I'm saying He got nose a job back into place and played ah, Mine was, mine's was way, too bad I'll tell you what It's not done you any good is it? Uh, oh, I did, You should have seen it before this Look at the big lump In his nose there have you, I've never, never noticed that before Listen to this guy <laughs> Talk about noses size of that <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? It was a guy called Alan Smart Remember the striker? Alan yeah, Smart yeah. Played for Watford And things like that Well he was on loan To us And uh, Went up for a header And training I, I used to jump Unprotected Arms by my side and that was a lesson Why? I learned that day. I did. I just used to jump like this, <laughs> like a salmon, like a salmon. Why? And Alan got across me. Your your technique is about to get a reprieve because we've got one of these goal flashes with Clyde built home improvements. Livingston one Hebs nil, oh. and it's Joel Nubley with the goal. Of course, spent a lot of time out injured. Uh, back in amongst it and back in amongst the goals. Levy lead Hibs by a goal to nil. Great feat 
as the cliche goes, good feet for, for a big, a big man. man. Um, off the underside of the bar, which always gets you extra <sighs> nice. aesthetic points, Hugh Keevans. Yeah, he's a very good player for David Martindale and for Livy. Uh, sometimes the emotion can be too much for players to handle. Uh, when it's been all about the late chairman uh, and owner, uh, the, the emotion can inspire or it can deflate. And the early start that Hibs have made suggests On the face of it, it could have deflated them A handball shout in the Rangers game A Raskin shot from the edge of the box The ball has since gone out So presumably nothing in it in terms of a, an extensive VAR check But Livy are one in front And that stands as far as I can gather I told you I fancied Livy strongly today I know it's still early um, But no <laughs> way Ten minutes in, have we not? Yeah, but they're winning. So so far, my prediction is spot on. That's it, Daz. There was no time for reflection. Exactly, here. Hugh. Yeah. Mm. Roger Hanna's man, Dipo Akinyemi, has scored to put Air one up against Inverness after twelve minutes. You've got to think somebody will look at this guy for a higher yeah, league. Thinking about it, even January, but yeah. was that not a bid for him in January? Did they not back? Um, yeah. Inverness having a tough time of it as well, aren't they? Yeah. Just players in the paper this morning saying lay off the gaffer or words to that effect. Billy Dodd's been getting a bit of stick. Is he under a little bit of pressure, Billy? Yeah. Is he? Well, the seventh or something going into well, to the, the club game. Yeah. In general, is yeah, under yeah. a lot of pressure because mm-hmm. their financial figures were released during the week and they are deeply worrying. So. Uh, Inverness Cali Thistle in a bit of bother on and off the park Burton bid 250k for Depot Akinyemi Mark there is your answer mm. yeah big and, money they, and they refused it they turned down yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, showed, United but, refused 250,000 that, that showed the ambition at the time that they genuinely thought that they could get out of this league and they're better off with them so it's a brave decision at the time if it backfires of course you look foolish and then your finances may not add up but I like that Good management Brave management For their manager Not seen that No Alright oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going With this one What Just make the point I sold all management. my top players For big big money I made that club a fortune mm. To be fair I took a fortune out But I made them a fortune <laughs> uh, So Rangers won up then The exact start That Rangers uh, Michael Beale needed Certainly Connor Goldson with the goal, a close-range finish. There was a—I don't even think it was much more than a half-hearted shout for a handball. That's not come to anything. Um, we've got Livy one up against Hibs. We've got Ross County pressing more than Motherwell, and Hearts are kind of struggling to get going against St Johnston, who are doing well early on there as well. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking f- uh, to see Ross County Motherwell. I think Fraser's got a good game there. Bit disappointed Fraser's up in the, the Highlands just in case we needed a photo taken. Um, but I think he'll get plenty of goals. I really do. What do you mean by that? Oh, last week it was brilliant. We're all celebs sitting there and the boy comes up and says to Fraser, <laughs> didn't even know him. Listen, mate, take a, take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the delight brilliant. on Gordon Dale's face <laughs> when Fraser had to take a picture yeah. of him oh. and uh, oh. a pub goer? He's, he's, got, he's going, I, I played with Motherwell and St. Mern and Rangers, mate. I played with Motherwell. No, he did. I was a long throwing specialist. <laughs> how, are uh, you, how did you recover after last week? I did. I recalled this on the show the other night. You st- with standing with your suit on and a glass of red in hand in the record factory in Road underneath the speaker that was blaring out killing yeah. in the name of yeah. uh, that stayed with me all week I, I thought there had been an electrical fault 
I, I thought that <laughs> something was going to fall down and then I, I, I realised it was a form of music and I, I went back home I went back home on the train and I went into the house and my youngest daughter who's down visiting from Dundee uh, said where have you been and I said the record factory and she just burst out laughing and, you should have seen his face I was standing You're next to him I'm not a fan of Rage Against the Machine No, no. The, 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 So in the record collection It goes Van Morrison Tony Bennett Yeah Leonard Cohen Jodie Mitchell Yeah not, 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 No Rage Against the Machine in there no No And there never will be Maybe next time uh, see, I, I thought it, it was an electrical fault he was I heard you were a big hit though Hugh Yeah, yeah He wasn't long public. enough to, for the record to finish He says uh, <laughs> He says I thought he was at a funeral he went, uh, I'm just here to pay my respects It was a leaving <laughs> night he was telling everybody he was paying his respects I'm paying my respects I like that Hugh A bit of respect huh? yeah, yeah. No, but It was a World Book Day this week And we got uh, you two yeah. to do a dramatic reading of the Gruffalo yes. Do you think we should get Hugh to do a dramatic reading of the lyrics to killing in the name of Oh no I think we should arrange that Producer Chris Get them printed Pronto And we'll, we'll, we'll sort are that the, out Are the lyrics questionable? Uh, I think I think in places yes um, I have to say I listened to you two And I Gordon Duncan will confirm mm-hmm. This is the expression I used He did I found it In your case Gordon Particularly disturbing it, 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 Mr. Fox Yes That's it That's it I wanna, it Come to my house uh, Yes A lot of feedback Is highlighting your role That's where it, That is I put my Questionable heart, I put my heart and soul Into that Let me tell you That's mm. when the phrase Entered my mind Particularly disturbing <laughs> Anyway I'm going to get those lyrics For you This is a must Just I'm not sure you had The chance to Soak in what you were experiencing last week The Seagulls are winning if that cheers you up Alexis Ah, McAllister uh, The man who might be Argentinian but looks Scottish Sakala has had a couple of good chances Good save from the first one actually Then Kent with a good low cross Sakala slides in a few yards out Somehow turned it round the post Well he owes Rangers a performance Uh, You know all of uh, what he had to say prior to the cup final Backfired on him uh, he had a guilt-edged chance, I thought, uh, to score um, at Hamden against Celtic, and he made a mess of that as well. Uh, so, to a certain extent, with the exception of Cantwell and Raskin, they're all in the business of redemption today um, because they didn't do the, the job that Rangers wanted them to do, uh, and none more so than Sakala. Big miss, that one, Gordon. Oh, that, that to me is a sitter. Uh, Ryan Kent um, who has to prove to Rangers supporters he can do it constantly that's, that's a fantastic you've got to score that that's, that's a sitter that is substitute I would substitute him for Behave. that honestly uh, terrible you've anyway, got to put that in the back end Hugh, reminders of your teaser please we'll maybe do some wrong ones since 2016 seven players have signed for Celtic or Rangers during the January window and have gone on to score at least five league goals. Now, this list will include players who joined Celtic or Rangers on loan. So, seven players who have signed for Celtic or Rangers during the January window <laughs> since 2016 and have gone on to score at least five league goals. Who are they? Okay, let's do some wrong ones. Scully thinks Matt O'Reilly. No, he's not there. He's only got four league goals, would you believe? I thought he would have had more than that. Well. It was only your one this season, um, which kind of yeah, he's only got <coughs> four. Well, overall, he's only got four for Celtic. Yeah. Has he? Yeah. Oh, um, Odson Edwards. Oh. Ah, get him off the no. list. 
You've not got the one I told you um, on the list. Well, he was odds and Edward not on there again. He was signed. Didn't, well, I mean, he was signed permanently in August, but he did. did he, he did. He was on loan in January before that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm, am I putting him back no, in? No, he's not on the list. No. Um, this is why I banged on his window. <laughs> I need to keep him awake. Armstrong and Mackay Stephen. Oh, I had a nightmare the other night and beat the Sunday. Too long ago for Armstrong and Mackay Stephen. Yes. yes. Okay, we'll rule them out as well. Keep guessing the Wackclyde SSB. Big goal in the Championship. Queens Park one. Morton nil. Tom Robson. Nineteen minutes gone. And the league leader strike first. Well, yeah. Well, again, I'll keep going back to Queen's Park. That you expect them with the finances and what's went into the club, but it's one thing saying it and another thing no, doing no, it. I, I, I don't really get. They were fifty to one to win the championship. Really? really? Yeah, they don't. Oh, they don't, well, they don't I wish. A, I wish I, sh- I would have put no. money on that. Look, there's an infrastructure there, and there's a there's a plan, but they're not. They're not blowing. They're not financially blowing other championship teams out the water. No, they're not blowing them away, but oh, they're well up there. But they'll be a good bit below Dundee. Oh, Dundee, maybe. Yeah, but and, and possibly they, they some should others. be competing up at the top of the league. Fifty to one to win. Fifty to one is for, an outstanding for reason, bet for reason though. Yeah, well, favourites to go down. I think. Well, that was that was just foolish. Mm-mm. With some of the signings that they're able to make, who Queens Park favourites to go down? I think they were. Or up, yeah. Well they're 50 to 1 to win it So they must have been close to Well that's remarkable If I known that at the start I would have put you're the 2 worst, pounds you're on the it worst gambler ever <laughs> 2 pounds mm. on it Please gamble But the infrastructure um, The manager alone Been able to, to tempt own yeah. coil Here we go Got one of these Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Needed this It's Hearts 1 St Johnston nil. Josh Janelli Back in the team A deflected shot St Johnston going mad They thought Shankland Fouled Montgomery In the build up um, Of course Depending on when The attacking phase Of play started That can be Can be looked at They're all surrounding The referee um, So if that was Sort of directly As part of that Hearts attack Then it can be looked at So we'll keep an eye On that one If it does stand As we said you know, Hearts really needed that, didn't they? Yeah, they've been struggling um, lately, Gordon. Um, I'm sure that they've been disappointed with some of their performances as well. But uh, sitting in third, and the pack has started to close. Uh, you know, Hibs were in good form. St Mirren obviously playing tomorrow as well. So um, if Hearts could get three points and Hibs losing just now, you'd imagine... Celtic would beat St Mirren tomorrow Gives them that bit of breathing space Bit of that gap um, To get further away and cement third place Big goal Hugh if it stands Yeah Oh however Hold on However 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 VAR review With Clyde Built Home Improvements Having a wee look Having a wee look to see no. if that goal Well like every goal does get checked anyway yeah. And it stands There we are The goal flash um, I've pressed it once So that'll do But it stands Goal stands Well that's just as well Because Robbie Nielsen the, the, Truly the greeting face Of the Premiership uh, Who dislikes VAR very much So uh, He Will be happy to see that And it Hearts As you pointed out earlier Gordon Could do with A little uplift Because The form is dipped uh, Jan Danders had a shot saved by Liam Kelly's legs County looking the more likely to score But still goalless there uh, Albion Rovers have equalised against Stirling Albion Charlie Riley is having a wonderful season for them uh, And he has scored the equaliser there So game on in that one uh, Ewan Henderson had a shot over the bar a little while ago For Hibs should have hit the target uh, They trail Livy 
by a goal to nil. Well, a uh, little surprise by Ibrooks, you know, quarter of the game gone, 1 0. Uh, Connor Goldson getting that. Uh, I don't know, we'll hear from Andrew McLean at half time if the overall display has been enough to placate the Rangers fans who at the moment are gunning for uh, the, the sporting director and the managing director. Uh, and we've gunning for players if the result and performance are not to their liking either. They've certainly created more chances, Scott, haven't they? There's, 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 there's nothing already. wrong on the pitch so far. Yeah, yeah, the 23, 24 minutes. It should be out of sight already. Um, I, I, I was highlighting the fact Sakala, he'll not get an easier chance in the full, the rest of the season. You should put that in the, the back of the net. It was a terrific ball from Kent. They've had most of the play, they're creating chances. Uh, it's just a matter of time when the goals will come because Rangers will score more goals this afternoon against a poor, poor Kamarnock side. At 1-0 so far, about quarter of the way through the game. Um, in fact, what else is happening here? Have we got another update? Yes, we do at Ibrooks. Goal flashes with Clyde-built home improvements. And it's been coming for Rangers and for Fashion Sakala a layoff from Antonio Cholak in the box maybe took a, a deflection a small nick off someone on the way towards goal but it's in the back of the net and that's all that matters for Michael Beale and Rangers they're cruising at home to Kilmarnock Rangers to Kilmarnock nil could get ugly as I said yeah. you know it depends well the Rangers fans can't take their foot uh, the Rangers players rather can't take their foot off the pedal because they are in the business of pleasing the fans today and getting them off their back after what happened at Hamden on Sunday this could be a sore one this yeah. afternoon for Kilmarnock so offer, they've offered nothing Rangers are totally dominating the game um, and Rangers will get more goals I said two seconds before Sakala side foot into the back of the net that Rangers were certainly not finishing the goals so more to come I think unless Derek McInnes can pull mm. something out of the hat here but, but, but what, I don't know what I know exactly that there is nothing he can pull out of the hat because he's got nothing and that's why there's a real danger that they'll either go down automatically or they'll be the one in the playoff. And they would have known, Mark, those Rangers players would have known fine well that if they didn't forget winning the game, if they didn't start quickly, the Rangers fans would probably have got a bit restless. Yeah. So to, to come out and do that and deliver, that's been important, hasn't it? Oh, of course. Always has. Score early, add to it, make the game as easy as possible for you on a day like today where it, it was going to be difficult, it was going to be... A tough place to play after what happens. Obviously, it's after you lose a cup final to to your rivals. So they've went a bit at the right way. Daz is right. It's two. It could have been already. It could have been four. Sakalas had a yeah. hard track of chances. What's, what's worrying for Kamarnock supporters and McInnes is they look all over the place at the back. They're just going to concede more uh, goals. Uh, Sakala had to fall eighteen yard box to sell just to pick a, a side foot and put it in the back in it. Yes, long afternoon ahead then for Kilmarnock if it's not already. Rangers 2, Kilmarnock nil. Fashion Sakala adding to Connor Goldson's opener. Um, so we're well up and running in that one. Hibs are offering very little, um, which will disappoint Lee Johnson. Hearts, the goal has really given them uh, fresh impetus because they are all over. St Johnson now as well. Matthews has had to tip over from Lawrence Shankland. And the only goal, the only game I should say without a goal is Fraser Wishart's game. <laughs> In Dingwall, but he suspects it may be coming for the home side. 
Yeah, uh, worrying if you're um, in the Motherwell camp, which we are. They've had some good results. Seven points out of nine since Kettlewell took over. It was always going to be a difficult game up there. The first goal's got to be so important at Dingwall. Obviously, listening to Fraser, Ross Counter probably on top just now, but uh, we could, if Mark can talk us into a, another magnificent free kick, um, like true. last week at Kilmarnock. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, it was the same last week against Kelly. Motherwell were backs against Wall for a lot of the first mm. half, and they came out second half a different side. I think that formation certainly suiting you and making you more resilient. Well, Fraser's happy though. Good game, he says. It's been a good game. No complaints at all. Lovely day for a drive up the oh, A9 as well. Yeah, beautiful. You, you love the scenery, Mark Wilson. Aye, you are a liar. You would hate to go up under any circumstances. Uh, no, I wouldn't be going there. Um, I'll never go to Dingwall again. But it's a, it's a lovely drive in, love this, in this type yeah. of weather, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. This oh, weather. Too fun, mate. Get the window down, Why? music on. Get the window down. And you have it still quite cold for uh, all this uh, 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 The roof off. Get the sunroof on. You want the teams outside of the Glasgow City boundary to be relegated, and you want Queens Park and Partick District to come up. That's the that's the right way of doing things. Nonsense. Whoever deserves it, we need to live by those. You must have moves. loved a good away trip, you, when you were well, the I, newspapers I, I and did, everything well, was well, paid for. The window doing Disney Drive. I did Ross County versus Dundee United Scottish Cup replay. It went to extra time and penalties midweek. So, yeah. Time did you go home? No, I didn't. I, I'd stayed in the oh, hotel. Lovely it was hotel. expense claim looking oh, on yes. the Monday morning. Oh, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Shamal George not had anything to do. Um, Heather over the bar from Josh Campbell, well over. Um, there was a bit of drama at Tynecastle. Kai Rolls, a last man challenge, if you like, bringing down McLennan. But the Saints player was offside, and then they went to VAR to check it, and all is well. Um, John Robertson a familiar goal scoring name in Edinburgh um, but this one for FC Edinburgh he's opened the scoring against Kelty away air or down to 10 men to 10 men oh hold on actually we've got one of these goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements I said that Livy goalie had, had nothing to do And it's level Eli Yuan has scored Livy however Are claiming offside So I'm sure we'll find out very soon Ball over the top Good finish He has been a good signing Mark yeah. yes. For all the negativity And all the drama that's gone with some of Hibbs recruits He has been very good He has been I, I remember watching him against Rangers at Easter Road You know He played off the wide area And we didn't see A lot from him We saw wee glimpses of him that day but after that In terms of goal scoring Contribution Yeah Very very good Dangerous player Fancied that one For a draw today Daz went early Thought hmm? Thought Lovey had that Tied maybe, up Maybe Maybe VR will help me out here mm, but Maybe But you've got to look Where Hibs are If Hibs have any Real ambition Which of course they do A catch in hearts Then these are the games that you need to win Goal stands Livy 1 Hibs 1 Ellie Ewan with the goal They're the equaliser Queen's Park have gone 2 up Home to Morton Bad day for Morton Oakley with All the round. on 30 minutes Hear about the rules yep. no What Martin, happened? No Morton's oh, yeah. rules anymore oh, no. What? That, by the way. I know I was what? devastated yeah. about that Ceased she's trading ah. Yeah right. But you've got to listen to the news Oh I'm about stoning. All you do is Watch Netflix and play yeah, golf he, And yeah. he, he did whatever come else in, you He did come in to. very tight So he wasn't listening to the news today Very tight to the start He did research what's happening in the 
Well, it does, it certainly didn't search, research Morton Rose. Oh, you've always got this Saturday morning especially. <laughs> it's a big talking That's, point. Yeah, was huge it? in this part of the world. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a bit disappointed that it's been a poor day for me today. Uh, Obika's had a shot just over from 12 yards out as Motherwell try and offer, um, offer something. Of course, we eat croissant in my house, not rose. <laughs> <laughs> You eat tins of cold beans before oh, you come and do this that's show. Correct, You're yes. Nobody. <laughs> oh, oh. You need to stay off them. Where are the lyrics to Duke Evans' song? I thought we were. I thought we were getting them. Producer Michael's bringing them. Apparently, is he? Okay. That's I don't know where that's from. Be, <laughs> they're taking their. This will be time. one for the ages, Hugh. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, you spitting out lyrics here. <laughs> <laughs> Quick check on the teaser, Hugh. Do some more wrong ones. This is difficult. Okay. Fuck on the day. Since 2016 Seven players have signed For Celtic or Rangers During the January window And have gone on To score at least Five league goals This list Includes Lone players Seven players Since 2016 Have signed for Celtic Rangers During the January window And have gone on To score at least Five goals Name Al- them Alan Hollandsworth thinks Timothy Weir Might um, be one No uh, Didn't get enough goals Actually no, in no. the league We've got Cartoon Cami wants to go for Stephen Davis. No. Not since 2016. Well, well, he came back to Rangers. Why is Stephen Davis not on the list? I wonder. Mm. When did he come back? I'll I'll tell you what I'll do next week's teaser. He's hopeless. It'll be wrong. Who's Josh Windass? Who's he on the list? No, he's not. No. Okay. He doesn't know the first thing about it. (laughs) <laughs> no idea like, let, Let's date this Stephen guy Stephen Davis won't, probably won't <laughs> have Let's date him Chris defend yourself Steve Davis probably won't have More than five league goals Since he came back does he? Who? Steve Davis <laughs> <laughs> He's only got one There He's you go He's not even listening <laughs> Take it back oh. He did come in looking a bit unsure of himself there Didn't he Chris? So there we go <laughs> Well done Chris I had faith in you This guy's never exactly. got faith in you though Have we got any correct answers On the teaser yet? No. Well, we need to, right, hold on well, we, need to, we need to get going then Read the <laughs> question no, Read the question again answers. then We need to get some on the podium Hugh give us the question once more Okay since 2016 Seven players have signed for Celtic or Rangers During the January window And have gone on to score at least five league goals Who are they? We really need to get more here So you've got one Two Two Celtic players that are still at the club You've got Three Rangers players that are still at the club Whoa one former Rangers player One former Celtic player Okay I've not got any on the podium we've got, That's, That shows how difficult it is We've got a good We're, we're having a good goal well done Good question Chris I like that Oh what about him? Mm. Uh, Cholak shot over the bar now for you know one? Rangers Hugh have you got your lyrics? Are you ready? This is what you're up against This is even worse than the music mm. <laughs> Killing in the name of Killing in the name of <laughs> Now they do what they told ya 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 That'll do I can't, st- I can't handle any more of that the, the, This show has plunged but, uh, to new depths Repetitive But very well delivered uh, I, mm. I particularly liked the way he was getting into I almost spilled my red wine last Saturday night. I mean, I, I, I've thrown people out of the house that for less. was blaring out above your head yeah. while you're standing there with a glass of yeah. red. I, as I say, I, I wish you got footage of that. 
Told you Charlie Riley's having a good season Stirling Albion 1 Albion oh. Rovers 2 now So the visitors <laughs> have gone in front there Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South Have gone a goal up Against Airdrie You and East Is that because you went down And watched them training this week Did you give them some tips I didn't go oh, I thought you were all set No I was all set But then something came up And I couldn't go I was What came up? Um, I had to go and get my granddaughter mm, That sounds like the first mm. lie That you would go that, <laughs> if, I, no, if I was you No I'm just saying like, No I, it wasn't a lie It was the good truth The whole truth all, And nothing all, but all, the truth All I'm saying is If I was you And I was going to tell a lie That's the one I would pick So I, I, It's I'm, a good one I'm not saying it 100% definitely is or That not. is your go to lie because oh, it's just the way you deliver don't argue with. Oh no, no, no! I've 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 lost so many people. My family tree. That's m- most of my life. <laughs> when, I, when I don't want to go Death in the family All, all the aunties and the grannies, grannies did I've again had, I've had five yeah, grannies but that would be a bit extreme I've buried five grannies last year But that would be a bit extreme <laughs> to, to sort of You know you, you don't have to make up a family funeral To not go and watch Marvin Bartley training But are you going to go this week? Yes Because they'd be three up If you had given them some I'm, tips I'm this going week. to go over and, and watch I, I just mm. Unfortunately I couldn't make it yesterday so, I was about to You don't need to ask permission why? From Marvin He's on park You can go I've sat and watched Motherwell train I'd just be professional Courtesy though You know On the show And maybe your friends wee, with him Maybe get a wee bit uh, Nervous turning me, up. me obviously It'd be embarrassing If someone asked for your photograph But asked Marvin to take it <laughs> Exactly Hugh That is when You know you're not an A-lister yeah. When the guy hands you the, f- the phone and says Take a wee photo Right, no more goals to tell you about at the moment. That teaser's still going. No one on the podium yet, so we need to None. do a bit better on that. There is a few starting to get it now, I think, which is good. I've obviously given you uh, the appropriate clues. Oh, do you know what's good? I want to mention this, actually, because I'm, I'm obviously at that age now where everyone on Instagram or Facebook's got kids and they're starting to get into hobbies and whatnot. And Paul uh, sent me a message uh, to point out that all of the, the small-sided games were back for the kids Today. I don't know if you mm. did you notice this So the youngsters, you know, your four asides or whatever it is, this is like the new season or the, oh, the, right, new, okay. the new the new round the games, they're all back and everyone's getting their new team kit on and getting out there with such enthusiasm. Um so Lovely. why not wish everybody well that was out there Good imagine luck. taking their first steps in the beautiful oh, game this morning. What a moment. Grassroots. Well, and I'm the sun is shining. I'm doing my bit tonight for grass, grassroots. I'm gonna long so Canvas Neth and Talbot's uh, the name of the team. You doing the prize giving? I'm doing the prize giving. Brilliant. I cannot wait to what get What age there. group? Uh, that's one I don't know. Young though. Yeah. So yeah. Well, really, will not have heard of you. Oh, of course, I'll have heard of me. I'm big time. Are like you going to do it? Well, are you going to do it in your world book day voice? I'm going. <laughs> certainly not. No. Um, but no, I'm looking forward that to that. That is going to be the funniest. Are you you, you remember? The medals, I, are you? Listen, I remember when I was a young kid playing in a boys' club, and a superstar would walk in and played. Now these guys, Those are, little kids, these not ki- knowing who he is, and just all DJ in a bunch of guys. Saying, anybody Daz, know who this old guy Papa. is? DJ Daz. <laughs> <laughs> is this clown? Gave us our medals. Oh, There's one for whoever did anyone of note ever hand you out your medals when uh, you were young? I think Tommy Boyd. Right. Did it? Aye, because he was a neighbour. What was that? Boys Club. Uh, that was the school football the school. team, aye. Who, aye. who gave you yours? Joe Jordan. That's, oh, that's right. a good yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a good one. Joe, Joe Jordan, yeah. Yeah. What? I like that, right? You can tweet me. Who did gave you? who I don't know if I ever won any, that maybe says more about me <laughs> than you two. <laughs> who gave who gave you your medals? Who turned up at your prize giving to give you your medals when you were a, a young boy or a young girl playing your youth football? Um because Gordon DL is doing it tonight. He's at the old prize giving ceremony. Yeah. Do you know what? You don't even smile, so the chances of you 
know. You're going to pose for a hundred pictures as all I, these kids I come up. I hope it's not the most, the best boots award. Do you know what I mean? Your boots are really nice. <laughs> come on, you, you said the other day participation. <laughs> no, that's no, that's an important <laughs> one. I, I I I seen my photo the other day. I think, and I was sporting a, a leather baseball cap back in the day. <laughs> I don't know why we love to see this picture. Uh, Hold on, we've got another one of these. Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Hibs have turned it around. It's Yuan again, and Hibs lead at Livy 2 1. Scott Tiffany's put Partick Thistle 1 up against Wraith, the permanent Chris Doolan era, off to a positive start. Um, But big ball that for Hibs. Good good time to turn it around as well. Uh, uh, the, the, the emotion as I said either inspires or deflates and I feared it might have got to the Hibs players but they're, they're, they're coming through for the late owner Ron Gordon and that's what Lee Johnson wants to see and he also wants on a purely football front a performance and a result for his team because they've got Rangers going to Easter Road on Wednesday night Hearts are going to Celtic Park it's Glasgow versus Edinburgh uh, it's going to be sensational entertainment in the league and he, mm-hmm. he, he wants him to look the part and play the part against Rangers and you don't do that on off the back of a defeat at Livy Andrew McLean says Alex McLeish turned up to his prize giving when he was oh, young yeah. very good Andrew, one as well mm-hmm. Andrew doesn't look like a footballer doesn't he? I, I, I bet really, he never won an award I bet he was just I really there I don't know I don't think that's the issue here I'm, I don't really care I just want to find mm-hmm. out Who turns up Because you're on the prize giving circuit tonight So I want people to tweet me At Clyde SSB Or, or just me At Gordon Duncan 7 I want your stories From when footballers Turned up to hand out your awards And you had never heard of them You ever, you ever mm-hmm. do that? Oh, hi. Did you charge? Sean White says. <laughs> Sean White says Neil Lennon and David Marshall turned up at his. They both couldn't look less interested. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Sean. Get yourself down to Club One Hundred in Motherwell this evening if you want to see someone look disinterested. I've got just the man. Mm. I don't you, even you know what I'm speech. I don't even know what I'm going to wear. Wait, so, obviously, you need no. a suit. Of course you do. It's your big baggy suit that you used to yeah, wear for twenty-three. No, oh, for. you don't go with a suit yeah, on. Nah, I think you do. I know what he's going to dress. I'm gone. You're going to dress. Remember, you came to the night out with the old. No, no, no. Sh- on open you, shirt. You're the you're the guest of honor. You even if everyone else doesn't, you need to wear a suit. Of course you will. You're, Trust me. You're taking the mickey oh, out. I me. would. Would I do that to you yes, on you live would. radio? Yes, you would. By hundred percent. When Tom Boyd presented mines, he did. He had exactly. the smart trousers with a jacket. But former Celtic captain. They days are gone. No, it's just no, not now. Standards. Tom, you are you? you're the guest of honour. But you don't turn up with a suit on, do I, you? A man of your vintage should. I, I, I wore a suit to the record factory. Uh, well, that's true. That's true. Uh, you need, oh, a, you you need a suit. Big you're, Andrew, you're incidentally. I would leave the tie. I think you could get away with a tie. I was going to just wear jeans and a, mm, and a top. That's a bit scruffy. scruffy. Bit Andrew McLean, incidentally, almost spilled his drink all over himself when Rage Against the Machine came on and I jumped out of my suit. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I get, yeah, I mean, you'll have you, to say a few words, won't you? Oh, that's not a problem. I'll just tell them about my career. You could go without the, the tie, but I think you need a suit. Shine your shoes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. Check your fingernails. Yeah. Anyway, uh, VAR check at Ibrooks. Not entirely sure what for, I must say, yet. <laughs> a possible handball, so potential Rangers penalty incoming. VAR review with Clyde Built Home Improvements.
I think everyone agrees this game's beyond Kilmarnock anyway, but a third just before half time would really uh, make things worse. Queen of the South now two up on Airdrie. Lewis Gibson on 43 minutes. That's a, that's a, a good scoreline, not yet a result yeah. for Marvin Bartley. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you, but, uh... And we do have a penalty to Rangers. Todd Cantwell was down receiving uh, treatment as well. Um, and the, the yeah, Willie Collum has pointed to the spot after a VAR check, so presumably James Tavernier will have the chance um, to go and convert from the spot, as he often does. And uh, Willie Collum had gone over to the monitor, saw something he didn't like, uh, and points to the spot. I'm not sure, was it definitely handball? Um, was it handball? handball? I think it's I'm not a handball. actually 100% no. sure. It seems a bit unclear. Um, it does, it seems a bit unclear. I don't think it, the screen in Ibrox apparently said handball. Um, but I, I don't think it was Anyway there's a bit of mixed, mixed reports Can you figure out, out why it's been um, awarded at all? Yeah I think it's for oh, Wow no I'm not entirely sure Maybe there is a handball as the, the, A commander player falls Falls to the ground Is it when it bounces up yeah. Bounces up initially hits his hand. That's not a penalty kick is it? Wow well, it's Willie Collum we're <laughs> talking oh, about here um, Oh that's Confused, foot confused looks all round. I don't even think. I'm not sure anyone shouts for that, do they? Oh, no, nobody. No. Yeah. <laughs> Should laugh. Um, oh, hold God. on. Cholak does. Cholak. Oh, there you are then. Yeah. Right away. There you are. Cho- yeah, Cholak's very clear. Not that that. You don't have to base your opinion on it on his reaction, but just so that we're accurate. I said no one had claimed I didn't see Cholak. I Cholak. find that very harsh, Mark. Uh, What's your claims for it? Opinion about. I think you can see it does hit his arm. It comes through Kent, though. In his the, arms out. This yeah, season. His arms this season. That, that's yeah, that's that's standard. James Tavernier. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. Rangers 3, Kilmarnock 0. It could have been one of those anxious, fraught, nervy days, impatient days for Rangers. It is anything but 3 0 up heading into the break and absolutely <laughs> cruising. Yeah, I mean, it will depend, as always, they'll win 3-0 at half-time, it'll depend, as always, on how keen they are. If they want it to be more, it will be more. If they get lackadaisical, it'll finish 3-0. I think there'll be more than three here, Hugh. Yeah. Uh, Kamarnock have offered absolutely nothing. They're all over the place. Um, I think they'll they'll suffer badly in the second half, Kamarnock. They're just a team with no confidence mm. at all. Yeah, James Tavernier, fair bit of practice over the years in Rangers colours and has missed a couple. Missed one against Partick Thistle not too long ago, Mark, but by and large, a very good strike rate. Oh, it's reliable. People think it's easy. and People think it's easy. You think it's easy? Yeah. Penalty kick? Yeah, penalty kicks, yeah. I don't think it's as easy as everyone makes it. There's a lot that goes into it. So. Half time, Ibrox, Andrew McLean. Rangers 3, Kilmarnock 0, the half-time score here. There's been a lot of unrest amongst the Rangers support this week following that loss to Celtic last weekend, but it has been very straightforward on the pitch today. It was a perfect start for them as well on what could have been a tense day. They worked a corner into the box before Cantwell. He had two shots blocked. Cholak had one saved, the ball eventually falling to Connor Golson to stroke home just seven minutes into the match. Fashion Sakala scored the second, but before that, he missed two good chances. The first was from Ben Davis' long ball over the top. Sakala took it down well, but had a shot saved by Sam Walker. Then a real sitter 
after that one. A lovely low cross by Ryan Kent across the six-yard box. Sakala was sliding in, somehow turned that one round the post, though he made no mistake, however, 25 minutes in. The ball fell kindly to Antonio Cholak in the box. He laid it off to Sakala, and he side-footed that one into the back of the net. Rangers continued to create chances. Cholak firing over. Raskin had one blocked as well. They did get the chance to extend their lead just before half-time from the spot. Willie Collum going to the screen for a potential handball. Bit of confusion in the ground, really, for what the exact incident was. However, when Willie Collum took a look at it, he pointed to the spot. It was James Tavernier to step up and take, and he scored. So the half-time score here at Ibrox is Rangers 3, Kilmarnock 0. Half-time in Dingwall, here's Fraser. Ross County 0, Motherwell 0, no goals, but it's actually been a good game to watch, both in good recent form, and I think that's reflected by both playing with confidence and plenty of attacking football. County probably being the more likely to score. Thamon Brophy, in particular, looking very sharp, had a number of efforts at goal, but foiled by Kelly. But Motherwell not out now, but they've had a number of good chances themselves. Really bright start by County, taking the game to Motherwell early stages. Thamon Brophy shot was blocked in the six-yard box by Casey, and the ball fell to George Harmon, who hooked his right foot shot from 20 yards, saved well, high to his right by Liam Kelly. Game swung to the other end, Beautiful left foot crossed by Blair Spittle. He drove it into the back post. And John Abika, I don't think he was expecting the ball to reach him because he was he, he misheaded from about six yards. He really should have scored, but he tucked the ball wide. And Stuart Kettlewell had his head in his hands. I think he knew it was a great chance. Then there was a number of chances for County. A low brophy shot from 20 yards to a forest of legs. Almost sneaked in. A really good save by Liam Kelly. Low to his left. Plenty going on. The first 15-20 minutes. Brophy again testing Kelly. The diving header. Comfortable save for the goalkeeper. Jack Baldwin with the next chance. Kelly this time missed a dance. And a corner for somehow Jack Baldwin couldn't head the ball on target and headed it actually away from goal rather than towards goal Danda then saw his low shot from inside the box saved by Liam Kelly with his legs Muller still had a threat though a low Max Johnson cross Obika got in front of Baldwin and shot just over the bar from 12 yards laid lock beaten Brophy again came close in 37 minutes to breaking the deadlock a loose ball fell to the striker inside the box his shot well saved again by Kelly low at his feet and it was scrambled away by Butcher before Jordan White could score then Muller a couple of chances just before the break Kevin Van Veen scored a hat-trick here in October saw his right foot shot saved by Laidlaw diving to his left and Mike Johnson drove the rebound across the goal but nobody could get a touch in the ball before Gwyan Edwards the winger for Ross County almost headed into his own net a deep Johnson cross and Edwards trying to clear it almost headed into the top corner tight as we expected might just be the odd goal in this one up here at Dingwall half time Ross County nil Motherwell nil half time at Tyne Castle Roger Hanna half time Hart 1 St Johnston nil. Hart have the lead through Josh Ginelli's goal after 21 minutes but it's been a really well contested game St Johnston have been in it all the way through and feel a real sense of injustice at the goal that separates the team the Saints started brightly Stevie Mayer a shot spilled by his former teammate Xander Clark after just 9 minutes of Hart's defence managing to get the loose ball away Hart's not really seen going forward too much in the opening quarter of an hour Michael Smith having one shot saved by Remy Matthews after a smart passing move and then the goal in 20 one minute, Josh Ginelli's shot deflected off the heel of a Saints defender wrong-footed Matthews spun into the far corner, but there was fury among the Saints players, they thought Lawrence Shanklin had fouled Adam Montgomery in the build-up to the goal, thought Lawrence Shanklin had fouled Adam Montgomery in the build-up to the goal Saints players surrounding referee Steve McLean Callum Davidson furious on the touchline there was a Valchek and the Valchek confirmed the goal to put the Jambos up it really gave them a, a kick on at that stage, Matthews having to tip over a fierce shot from Shanklin from George Grant's pass just four minutes later. Then a bizarre incident in 28 minutes. Conor McClellan running clear, taken down by Kai Rose. A last man challenge, but McClellan started in an offside position. So free kick to Hearts and Rose spared any type of card. 
from referee McLean. Saints really still in the game. They could have equalised in 31 minutes. Stephen May making progress down the right. Fired in a terrific ball into the six-yard box. Dree Wright just looked ready to pull the trigger, but somehow the ball lifted off his toe and cleared for a corner. Matthews, another save from Shanklin's heading after 39 minutes, but it was the visitors from Perth who finished really strongly before half-time. Clark making a fine stop, tipping over from Cammy McPherson in 43 minutes. And then just a moment later, Melker Halbert timing his run into the box. A good header just over the bar. There might be life in this game yet. Gordon Hearts 1, St Johnson 0. Good game at the Tony Macaroni Arena for David Friel. Half time, Livingston 1, Hibs 2, Eli Ewan's the main man again for Hibs. Gordon with a first half double to put them ahead. The French striker there's five in his last five games. He's on fire and he's chasing a hat trick here. Lee Johnson side failed 1 0. Joe Nobley's opener for Livingston, but they are now well in command. As I said, Livy started really well. Nicky Devlin had a chance, Christian Montano had a chance. The opener then arrived in 10 minutes. Joe Nobley collected a long pass from Morgan Boyce. Still had a bit of work to do. Nice footwork, twisted into space, fired in off the underside of the bar. Surprising, it was only his third goal since August, but he's been really, really good. Hibbs struggled to create early on. Ewan Henderson had a good chance, but he blazed it over the bar. Livy looked comfortable with that. All changed in 29 minutes. Chris Cadden's long ball cut the Levy defence open. Ewan race clear. Slipped his finish past Jamal George. Levy claimed for offside. They surrounded the referee, but a VAR check proved he was onside. And then in 37 minutes, it was 2 1 to Hibbs as Yuan scored again. The striker exchanged passes with Matthew Hope. Really good move. He didn't really seem to catch his shot correctly, but he did manage to see it in off the post. The Hibs fans are loving it. The Levy fans are not happy. Half time, Livingston 1, Hibbs 2. So interesting first 45 minutes around the country then Plenty of time to go for teams to get back in it Before we come back with the half-time scores though uh, Something we need to talk about That's much more important than even football and mental well-being We've got a series of shows called Mind to Mind Which discusses how you can cope with stress, grief, opening up And tomorrow night from half past nine, 9.30pm Grant Thompson is in conversation with actor Gary Hollywood Olympic swimmer Hannah Miley And singer-songwriter Callum Beatty But right now, uh, we're going to hear a bit more from a sporting football perspective And the positive impact sport can have on your mental well-being So here's Grant, the Super Scoreboard Pundit and Queen of the South manager Marvin Bartley And Hannah Miley They've been speaking about their own challenges And how sport made a difference to their lives Clyde One Supporting Mind to Mind On NHS Inform Here's our very own Grant Thompson Talking all things mental well-being With Queen of the South manager Marvin Bartley And retired Olympic swimmer Hannah Miley Marvin, I can only imagine what types of stress you must face When you're working in such a result-driven business How have you found that? The stress is at the start uh uh, probably a lot more difficult a lot of sleepless nights um, a lot of overthinking a lot of second guessing yourself um, you know I was probably sleeping for two three hours a night at the, at the start of the job and, and very very quickly I've got to a place now where I know that I do everything to 100% so you know I, I do things for a certain amount of time that they will take to do them properly and to do them to the best of my ability outside of that you know it's in the hands of the gods and I always say the same thing you know I, I go to bed with as much knowledge as I possibly can but I wake up as a novice that is how I live my life on a day to day basis so what that means to me is I don't take stresses from one day to the next day you know I, I take all that knowledge and I, I'm like a sponge and I take it all in come the morning that sponge is empty again and I can take up all the knowledge that I need to take in now last weekend wasn't a great weekend for your team when you face a heavy defeat like that how do you deal with the stress that it brings on it's weird I, I planned so many things so before I came into football management I always speak about this book that I had but probably over the last 18 months I, I've built something up that would you know, I could refer back to if something happens like a 
defeat, a heavy defeat, you know, defeat that was unjust, whatever it might be, how would you deal with it? And I've written these things down when I wasn't in the situation of being a manager. And it was kind of like Monday morning, probably two o'clock in the morning. I remember that I had actually written these things and I went and I read it and I went through the kind of process and then I managed to sleep. So I have to prepare myself for all eventualities and that's the way I dealt with that stress and Hannah how about you how do you deal with life's daily stresses and anxieties I'm kind of still figuring it out at the minute um, I've recently retired from competitive sports so at the minute there's a bit of a, a an identity crisis <laughs> um, you know I've been swimming for plus 20 plus years and I was always known for being a swimmer and then since hanging up my goggles it's kind of been like now what <laughs> Um, you know, I was so set in who I was and what I was doing and now it's like, well, where do I fit in in the world? And my sense of purpose, my drive, I've gone from like the extreme adrenaline high of competing and training and finishing every day being mentally and physically exhausted, now feeling very lost. I kind of find you can't escape from stress. Um, stress does happen, but there's like a, a management zone and it kind of reflects a little bit back to what I was doing in a competitive sense that standing behind the block when you've got thousands of people watching you about to perform it is quite stressful but you kind of put it to one side and you can manage it and now for me it's just trying to find what my management strategies are and trying to get back into exercise and finding a routine is kind of my go-to at the minute Clyde One supporting Mind to Mind on NHS Inform find out more at ClydeOne.com Fastest goals, the experts' opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Busy afternoon of football so far. Let's run through some of the halftime scores for you then. Certainly in the three o'clock games. Quite a few to get through up and down the country. Starting as always with the Scottish Premiership. Hearts 1, St Johnston 0. Livy 1, Hibs 2. Rangers 3, Kilmarnock 0. Ross County 0. Motherwell 0. And Dundee United, Aberdeen is a 6 o'clock kick-off in the Championship Air 1, Inverness 1 Cove Rangers 0, Dundee 1 Partick Thistle 1, Wraith Rovers 0 Queen's Park 2, Morton 0 In League 1, Dunfermline 1, Alloa 0 Falkirk 0, Peterhead 0 Kelty 0, FC Edinburgh 1 Montrose 2, Clyde 0 Queen of the South 2, Airdrie 0 in League 2, Annan 1, Stenhouse Muir 1 East Fife 1, 4 for 1 Elgin 0, Bonnie Rig Rose 0 Stirling Albion 2, Albion Rovers 2 and Stranraer 0, Dumbarton 1 A quick look at the English Premier League if you are interested Full-time result, Man City 2, Newcastle 0 At the break, Arsenal 0, Bournemouth 1, Villa 1, Palace 0 Brighton 1, West Ham 0, Chelsea 0, Leeds 0 And Wolves 0, Spurs 0, Hugh Keevans Let's see if we can round off that first half teaser as well the first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online Since 2016 Seven players have signed for Celtic or Rangers During the January window And have gone on to score at least five league goals They are Rio Hatati Daisen Maeda Scott Wright Yanis Hadji Glenn Kamara Jermaine Defoe And Patrick Roberts Everyone on the podium is called Michael Other names are available But in, for, in third place was Michael Smith Well done to you Michael Second place was Mikko In first place was Michael 4045205 
whoever he may be. So well done to the three of you, well done to everyone else, and thank you for taking part. The second half teaser and at the second half of today's games is coming up next. Action as it happens. Your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.